Welcome. We live right down there. So yeah. Um, we just sort of ran. You didn't have. <laughs> you didn't have to, but you did. So everybody, no introductions needed. But I am joined by Cole and Parker. Hi. <laughs> we have audio listeners. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. Um, yeah, I kind of had structured the bits all around, like, invo- trying to involve uh, our new our new member, Brian, and even Taylor, but then Taylor wasn't able to make it, and then Brian wasn't, or isn't here. Do we want to talk about the new positions that have been filled? Uh, we can, or we can let them introduce themselves. Taylor said the only reason Taylor couldn't is because of an international music event some Ooh, some fancy. people from ireland showed up oh wow yeah that's a that's a long flight yeah to say it's a long drive but it's a long it's a drive. real long drive <laughs> it takes a lot to go over the ocean There's um really good ferry how fast would a car have to be to drive over the ocean um it depends because like waves exist mm. and ocean waves are really big building sized so that's a lot of ground to cover or to go through like in spy kids yes but before we start (laughs) doing our tangents this is a show for adults put on by adults and so do y'all need to adjust levels a bit parker's a little quiet tonight so Ah, that's fine i can i can pull you up here how does that sound for y'all Sound better? We're, yeah. Wasn't able to really do a mic check. Just kind of really up to y'all. Do I sound better? Yes, you do. Okay. Nice. You sound good. Awesome. Um, I had a couple of things of introductions, like welcome Zach and Brian. Hello, how is everybody doing? <laughs> uh, but we'll just skip that. Jump down to the announcements here. Announcements. Um, Planet. I already talked about this a little bit, but it'll probably be cut because of the error that was made of course planetary overload has a new episode and it's Yay! about it's about cars and it is awesome. all hobbies centered around cars all hobbies pretty much oh no <laughs> it so cars is a very generalized topic we realized as we started delving into the mountains of research mm-hmm. there are all different types of things you can do with cars car collecting car magazines car parts um car memorabilia so there was a lot, but I think we focused a lot um, on collecting car of cars and car clubs. So mm. if you're interested in maybe how all of that works, if you're just curious about how car clubs work or how you might be able to start getting into that sort of thing, mm-hmm. listen to that. Okay. Um, you say that you broke into a lot of the research. How <laughs> how scripted are your shows? Um, I think the audience has never had a chance to, to look back into that. Well, I wouldn't say we're that scripted. Like, we don't have exact words that we want to say or are supposed to say that we write down Mm -hmm. during recording. But we do take a lot of notes to make sure we hit all the key points. Right. We do have specific sections like history, facts, um, how much the hobbies costs, um, and then our notes on our experiences. So we do have structure in that way. But we kind of let it flow when we record. Mm, okay, so you you do a bunch of research beforehand, and then you'll you'll play it all out in the recording itself. Yes. So unlike this show, where it's me sitting here and, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bit more structured than this. Where's the will? Oh. Um. That's unfortunate. 
Yeah, it was supposed to be like a real adult show. Right? We didn't do anything silly. I just like interviewed Brian and Zach, who oh. Brian being the new person in the show, Zach being um, the first DJ on the show. And I was going to like do a whole bit of like, this is no longer a kid's show. We don't have wheels and toys. But the uh, wheel is so much fun. The wheel is so much fun. But now I'm the wheel. Moving on. <laughs> you are the media. Me, I'm the media. <laughs> you are the media. I'm you are the, the network. And you are the wheel. Yes, indeed. The network. The network. Everything must be assimilated to the network. We. That is a. Haha, ha, funny joke. Never. Never say that again, Cole. You understand me? Hey, hey. Eyes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you have a new show coming out. Yes. You want to talk about that? I do. Um, I can talk about it a little bit. So I've had this idea for a little while now about doing a podcast about diversity and inclusion and about how, you know, there are a lot of questions that we're afraid to ask, even if we want to be more inclusive. Mm -hmm. We're just not as knowledgeable as we'd like to be. Right. And we don't want to ask those hard questions because it'll seem maybe in poor taste or don't really know when to even ask the question you don't know when to ask the question is it is who to ask it to obviously in the grocery section's not a good time no probably not when you're like checking out melons but like how do i aj hi it's all right i figured everyone everyone ran today everyone ran we came running yeah so I, again, it's about having questions answered about inclusivity and diversity. Um, I'm working on getting recorded the first, ep well, the episode zero, our mm -hmm. test episode, right. on Monday. So I'm really excited. And each episode will have a guest expert, so to speak. It will either mm -hmm. be staff, faculty here, or it will also be, could be students who are just a part of that cultural group or... A part of that group in general mm -hmm. that so you'll get their perspective. somebody somebody from that minority group would you say yes yes that's the whole exactly goal say that. yes is to get someone who has lived that life and and has all the knowledge on this on the subject itself right and I would like to be the mouthpiece for our listeners about asking those questions and getting those answers without it being uncomfortable we mm -hmm. want it to be a comfortable space for you to just listen and learn and Learn how to be respectful and just respectful on both sides. No mm -hmm. attacking, none of that. Something you could have like, I'd say, I'd, it feels like some sort of like morning show, like a morning talk or like a breakfast talk show. Oh yeah, with some you tea. Could like, I yeah. enjoy tea. You could have some. Yes, you've you've uh, you've shared that. Can we change the name to Breakfast Club now? Oh no, no we don't want to <laughs> reference the movie. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, did you say the name? I wasn't 100% paying attention. Oh, yes. So the name of this podcast is called Making Space, a Diversity Dialogue. The test episode will be <laughs> will be <Semicolon>. recorded on <laughs> Monday and hopefully that'll be listened to and then hopefully it will air soon. Mhm. Mm so, uh should be I think do you want to we don't know the production schedule so far. Mm -hmm. We Cole and I have actually been going back and forth on that yes. for the last couple of days, along with a t-shirt design, but we will get into oh. everything that's been involved with that. <laughs> Parker, you've you've been briefed on. No. Not not about oh. today. Not Before about we today. Before go into that, mm -hmm. can I apologize to everyone? I was supposed to be here at the beginning, mm -hmm. and 
as we all know with any creative process sometimes you just kind of get held up mm-hmm. and uh, uh, for those of you who don't know this is Tarleton related uh, Tarleton has a recording studio mm. which I worked there I kind of worked there I work for free there because okay. I'm doing a senior project kind of like an interview got it and I'm ha- I made a, vi- uh, a piano video plus so it has recording capabilities and mm-hmm. in studio recording video recording capabilities okay oh, that sounds so fun that's what I was doing gotcha <laughs> so I apologize it's all right we just have to uh, comb through this episode until it actually starts for the mm-hmm. podcast and video release so now to the drama now, well, we don't want to get there because this oh. show actually has structure, which you guys have never Ooh, known. Structure. What? Yeah. Um, the last little announcement from the station specifically that's coming up is, uh, I talked about it a little bit before, but because we don't know how this episode is going to be cut up, I'll of say course. it again now that guests are here. Uh, we are going to be putting on, or rather I am going to be creating weekly shorts uh, posted to the YouTube page. They'll be about three minutes we've said on uh we're gonna try and shoot for mm-hmm. uh the first one's about two minutes long but it's great yeah cole really liked it i'm in love with this all right it, it's fine <laughs> i love it it's amazing it's going to be so exciting for all of you youtube subscribers out there yep and then hopefully once you listen to the podcast you'll go watch it. it it uh the goal for the release schedule on that we have locked down is going to be every friday and so for the most part i will be uh, shooting Mondays and Tuesdays, editing Wednesday or Thursday sometime, and then the video I will drop. I help a little bit. Friday. All right, it's fine, Cole. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I can work on this by myself. If I need help, I will ask you because okay. we're partners. Yes. And that's how that works. Yes. You did a great we job, a by the way. Uh, thank you very much. Episodes are already in the playlist. <laughs> um. So, oh, is the playlist up? Yeah. You can see it. I can see it. Yeah. Um, it the videos are private. So yeah, you can't video, watch the videos. Yeah, you can't so watch can the videos. See how many videos? You can are see there. how many are up there. I schedule them in advance, which is how a lot of media companies should probably do that. Uh, that's how most of them do. We <laughs> found out. <laughs> it's all about workflow, and it it's a hard is. process, especially since I feel like we started at the ground up when we came into these positions. So we've had to build our own workflow. We have. We showed up. We entered with nothing. Yeah, we did. So everything that is we have been making, everything that's been produced by the Tarleton Radio Network has literally been us building it, testing it, and then being like, that's how we're going to do it from now on. And then right. refining and that's that how process. we're not going to do it. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Good news. Mm. So transition. We got approved for new uh, furniture for KXTR. Yeah. So new desks, new desks. So it's it's gonna be more like KTRL here with like a, uh, I guess a more of a, in, um, intimate style with interviewing type areas and not just a desk that we put four microphones on that we like sp- stencil sprayed painted cakes there. It looks nice. It I looks like cool. It. But uh, Lance said we're gonna take that and actually take that board and hand it up somewhere. Okay. Right. So, but it's gonna look so nice. We, me and Jake were looking at it earlier. It's got like, there's like an arm that goes up and holds two monitors on each yeah. side, so we can have the production computer on one side, wide open on the other. Nice. Moving into a total transition of this show, something that was supposed to happen a, l- a bit sooner. <laughs> Brian, you have entered. You need a bit of an introduction here. Do we want to move chairs real quick? A little What's bit of popping? charade. 
Who I wants to sit where? I will trade with Ryan. I okay. need to go. At, you quizzes, do need to go? Quizzes the go do All right. Oh, wow. Well, then you are free to leave. Go pass your quizzes, man. All right, AJ. Good luck. Hope you pass. Mostly. Play the play the music from Gladiator. Play him out. Play him out. <laughs> That's the bass notes for the USSR's main theme. Oh. Hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Anyways, Brian. What's poppin'? What brings you to us today? Man. Tonight. Honestly, I wasn't doing nothing. Mm. I wasn't doing nothing. I remember you said, you know, when I got, you know, you said you was doing this. I was like, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to pull up. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, You... As of today, right? Mm-hmm. Have joined the crew. Yeah, yeah. The student worker crew. You're part of the student worker crew. Yeah, Parker's yeah. not yes, part clap. of that crew, but he's here in spirit. <laughs> Parker's like always hanging around though, so Parker mm-hmm. just gets to be here. Oh me. I'm happy. Like I've been it's like I've been hanging around y'all. As, so as a DJ, on. right? Yeah. That's, do you want to do you want to start with everything that got you involved with radio locally, and then we can sort of move through that? Bet. Uh, well, I'm a DJ for 100.7 The Planet. Check out the show every Thursday from eight to ten. Start your day, you know, start your weekend off right. Uh, this is actually what I'm in school for: uh, broadcast journalism, minor in film production. I like working behind the scenes, so I want to I mean, be you know be a producer for radio. Music, movies. Well, this is the show for produ- <laughs> where the producers come to talk about their bad production times. Yay! Say, I'm down for it. I'm down for it. Like I say, I can learn from y'all. Yeah. And, and, you, know. and you can obviously help us with projects around here. We can yeah. get you injected into everything. Get you talking mm. to Taylor, be doing PSAs and stuff. You can start being part of those rotators that you're going to be playing. Have you hosted a show yet? Uh, not yet, not yet. I think uh, I'm gonna start training officially tomorrow or whenever. Okay. Are you uh, all things considered or morning edition? Those are listeners at home. Those are our two uh, news shows that we have in the morning and the evenings. Uh, I was talking to Lance, and I think he said maybe a mixture of both. I don't okay. know. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, each of us kind of have one day where we either do morning edition or ATC. Mm-hmm. Uh, all things considered, mm-hmm. and then you would be the one to take over the rest of them. So that's exciting. Bad. So I might have completely missed this. What is your position? Uh, host. Great. Host. Yeah. Okay. He is our, our hosting position as well as you're going to start taking over downloads and stuff. So a little more server work, yeah. a little more production stuff, which I will probably be training you on because that's a task that I used to do every Monday, Thursday, and Friday. Bad. But we've been trying to rework our positions this semester. Have we? I mean, Lance wants to talk about it. Yeah, well, I think he just wants to make sure that we're not dropping the ball on anything. Because for a while, we weren't making any YouTube things, but we made a ton of podcast stuff. Social media was kind of lacking. That was on my end, but now we have TweetDeck. (laughs) Anyone who is a producer and is making something, get TweetDeck. Figure out how to use it. It's only for Twitter, guys. But that's all you need. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I don't agree with that. It allows you. It's part of Twitter. It's, it's okay. It's I don't s- control the Twitter. He does, and I control other things. I control the Twitter, and uh, sorry, not sorry, <laughs> but everything that you could tweet couldn't be scheduled beforehand on TweetDeck. TweetDeck is actually a service run by Twitter.com. It's to, free. It's completely free. It, you log in to your own account. You make here. Let's just pull up our Twitter real quick. Bet. 
You can also do similar things through Facebook. They have a publishing tools section where you can schedule your post. Instagram has not gotten there yet, which I hope it does. It eventually. never will. I it really never will. Hope it does. <laughs> I thought you could schedule posts on Instagram. No. Okay. I thought they had uh, a queue. Oh, I thought you could have been doing that. Yeah. Here, you, I don't now. want y'all to see my login mm. information. No, no, no. We'll check later. Yeah, we'll check later. But it also doesn't have an online platform where you can just be like, oh, schedule. It's so much easier to do online, hmm. to be honest. When when you're working at a computer all day, yeah, it is a lot better. Um, yeah, but it's gonna be fun to add you on here, Brian. I appreciate it. They say I've been hanging with y'all. What's that since the since last semester? Yeah, uh, college radio day, right? Mm-hmm. That's when you started coming around. Well. You were a DJ us. before. You then. were a DJ before then, but we got to see more of you at College Radio yeah. Day, okay, which I was extremely right fun. It was. It was. What's that stay for? Like majority of the time. It was oh, fun. Yeah. I don't have twenty-four hour marathon. That was a great idea. <laughs> it was a great idea. It was just a lot of so stress tiring. coming over there. Cole. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, I immediately uh, on the back end had to drive all the way to Austin. Ooh, I remember that. Yeah. I was inducted into uh, a, a birthday party. It was a bit wild of a weekend, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I went immediately from a 24-hour marathon into um, uh, my first time in Austin and a birthday party for both the grandmother and the youngest child of uh, a whole other family. And they've adopted wow. me, com- <laughs> like sanctioned. Oh, wow. I'm allowed to be there even if my friend isn't. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Nice. So I have a new family now, or I have had a new family for a while. Um. Yeah, I check on him and make sure he's eating food here. So I am the... <laughs> the the brother whenever he's away from home <laughs> that's how that relationship works nice moving into uh things and stuffs and whatnots how involved are y'all on campus uh, y'all pretty up to date with campus things when you see me I mean, you see me Uh-oh. emails <laughs> If you mean by what's happening on campus, yeah, events, local uh, things, stuff happening around town, stuff I, like that. I'm pretty. So y'all know about Dr. Hurley's good. inauguration, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, I can't help but see it every time I log on to exactly. It's on the <laughs> yeah, login page. Let's show it off. It's pretty available. Um, you also get. We have what's called a student worker email address for Tarleton, as we are workers uh, under Tarleton. And we also have student emails. So we have two emails that Tarleton inundates us with all of the emails twice. There we go. So we have and plenty of emails to go through and see multiple times. Um, Dr. Hurley's inauguration is one of those. And there's also a retirement party for someone. Congrats. We're, we're not able to pull the... Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> slow it down. We can't share all of our secrets. All right. We're just talking about the inauguration right now. So mm-hmm. it's a three-day event. Yes. Uh, I believe the... The classes will be canceled. On the... On Friday. What is it? I have the the note here. not this Friday. Uh, As noted just before Tarleton closed for winter break, Academic Affairs has approved the canceling of all classes before 1 p.m. at all locations on the morning of February 28th so that the campus community may participate in the inaugural activities for President Hurley. Staff outside of our division should consult with their uh, respective leaders for directions on the day's events. We have four campuses now. Yeah. Um, we have Midlothian. We Fort have Fort Worth, Waco, Waco and, and Stephenville. Stephenville. That's three days 
of inaugurations and one entire day of uh, all of the morning classes on the 28th. I'm still mad because I, I don't have classes on Friday, so I can't benefit oh, yeah, from that. What do you mean <laughs> benefit? I can't. See, when people say no classes on Friday, like if it's like a cold purple or something mm-hmm. and it's on Friday, I can't really enjoy that cold purple because it's like I don't have class already. Cold purple means there's danger on campus. But that means no classes. Exactly. <laughs> that means no classes. Hold on. No, like gas leak. Don't come into the science building or like. Oh, when we have bad weather. I'm going to say this, when we have bad weather. Okay. When we have like bad snow weather. Snow days. Snow. I was in physics, and uh, my professor uh, immediately piped up and was like, so everybody knows that um, the classes are canceled because all of the science and math-based classes are in the morning so that you have the rest of the day to realize what has happened to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> engineering jokes. <laughs> I thought um, it was funny. The physics professors were all like, yeah, we all still have classes and you still have your homeworks that will be due. We just turn everything in online. Here's all of the login information. Sorry, not sorry. But why do you need that long? Uh, Also, why are you getting inaugurated so late? That's how that works. I don't know why. It just does. That's just how that works? Yeah. They're on campus for a long time before inauguration. I think it's sort of like maybe a probationary period. Oh, so we don't accident like like there once the inauguration is done there's a contract and a term I think whereas so. he's able to move in and we sort of adjust to him and he adjusts to us mm-hmm. period yeah okay so before he started making big changes I yeah. mean he's made some big changes we already he's know already, the yeah. changes uh-huh. I don't know do, are those public or are we do we have access to I mean, like I mean D1, D1 is definitely public okay I don't know if yeah, we, the pool Oh yeah, that's not uh, that. I don't think that I don't think that's confirmed by anyone. Oh, okay. We have we hear a ton of rumors by with like yeah, staff we hear and everything, a lot of rumors. Which I don't want to become like a rumor mill. I don't want to be a rumor mill because I worked at a place that was a rumor mill and it was awful. <laughs> oh, wow. I used to work there. I now work in Montana's. It is a better life. I I just don't know if you really need that many days. I mean, what do you do all those days? I mean, well, he does a lot of social media stuff, so he could just be making the rounds. Maybe it's three days for him. Really, it's that one morning for us. Apparently, y'all don't like going to class. I want to be in class on Sunday, too. I want to get... I I need more time to figure out how to do an integral and a a matrix. All right? I need both. Well, I I think Tarleton is very like I do think it's student driven because of all the opportunities we receive and the fact that we can apply a lot of those things with internships for example us we're getting to apply a lot of things we learn in real world experience in um, podcasting and video making and um, radio shows all of that so that's great I just don't know if this is really about students like Uh, I see I don't think it's We'll see whenever the day comes up how, how that's going to go. It's, it's not till the end of February, so no, we can no. really see the schedule and how it works out. Do you think when is professors it? are... 28th. Do you think professors are a little bit upset because... Yes, they it's are. So professors are upset. Well, I would just say, are, are they upset Blanket because statement. it's so close to professors like midterms? Uh, I think they're upset... So... I'm in the engineering college, and so right. I, I can't speak for anyone outside of that because at Tarleton Engineering is very weird in its courses. I understand, I know that they took the standard uh, metrics for how many classes and hours you were supposed to take and compressed that into less classes. So we have things like uh, engineering 
or chemistry four engineers, which is chem one and two in one semester. Oh gosh. We have things like uh, calculus three that we have to take before we take differential equations, which technically you can do them the other way around, but you're allowed to sort of sub subvert one for the other. You're allowed to, to make a C in one class when you need a B to graduate so you can stay on course and take the right. I take prerequisite courses for prerequisite courses so that I can take electronics one and two in two years. Mm -hmm. I'm doing the prerequisites for those prerequisite classes right now. It's literally like a train track system. And then we lost two weeks whenever they added in uh, an expansion on summer break. When the summer semester got a little bit longer, the, all of the course load was crunched into it with like three less weeks total because of final schedules. Mm -hmm. More pertinent, however, than a day off is... A day that we don't have off, but we do have something due. Duo day. Have any of y'all heard about this? I know we yes. talked a little bit about it because we got the email. I've been hearing about it for so long. Attention all Tarleton students. If you are not a student worker or have a job on campus or are not faculty, you do not know about the Duo system. Texas A&M does use this system and it's used for, it's called Duo. Uh, because it's a dual uh, utility online concept. It's dual login system. Verification through a third party so that there is no chance of false credentials. Basically, like, you know how sometimes your email will be like, hey, um, you haven't logged in for a while. You just tried to log in. We're sending you a text message with yeah. the phone number that you set. And you enter the code. We're just making sure that you're you. Okay. Or like how... Uh, Google will assault me with emails every time I log in on a li Different library computer. computer. Yes. And it's just like, don't you dare threaten me again. Don't scare me like that, Ethan. And I'm like, okay, j I, I needed a homework assignment. I'm sorry. I should have I warned you ahead of time. I get it. My fault. But uh, this Duo Day thing that is going to be pop coming up is uh, going to affect the following programs. I have it here. Uh, the enrollment period, as of February 4th, requirements for the following resources will be duo, uh, duo activation for the program's simplicity, or simplicity, turning technologies, my gateway, banner, campus logic, canvas, and Tarleton State Library resource databases. I use three of those for every single homework every single day. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to want to know much about this. And I'm certain that you guys use Canvas for your classes. Oh, definitely. Or at least some form of Canvas, right? Yes. Yeah. And then My Gateway, that's how you log in to pay for your tuitions. And register for and classes. And register, register for classes. For classes so you're going to want to have... Yeah, you're going to want to know what's up. And it's... Uh, Coming up. As the email says, it's the deadline is fast approaching. We're already at the 22nd of January. So yes. according to my calendar... We have uh, exactly two weeks. I gotta look at because I don't know how that works for us because we yes. are we already have duo workers. accounts. We already yeah. have duo accounts. I need to change my phone it's number and that that reminds actually, me. Actually, but actually, I got I work. I have another job on campus. Yeah, uh, and I use duo. Uh huh. So it kind of it's it's just the same way. It's like you're just gonna log like they're gonna ask you for a code, and if you already okay. have one, they're just gonna add it onto the account that you already got. Okay. So you still, you know. So we can do it. 
So you, you do the login by sending, it sends you that text with the chunk of codes? Uh, no, I do the push. Okay. Uh, but that works either one. Like mm-hmm. both. Because you sign up your phone number to both accounts? Yeah. Like if, okay. I, like if I log in on the computer right now, it'll say, do you want me to send you a push? I'll say yes. Mm-hmm. And I'll just get on the phone, I'll push it, and it goes yeah. through. Okay. It's, it's, I like it, but I don't. It's too much. It's too much just to sign in, especially if you just need something basic. If you, yeah, if you need something quick, it is a straight up like, like trip as you walk through the door. But if you need something that's like super secure, like banking information or mm-hmm. anything of that nature, then I would totally get it. Logging into the library though, that's too much. That's a bit much so to like me. Text and bill pay. Yeah, text. Well, yeah. your text and bill so pay is in your gateway. It's well, in your. But mind if gateway. they could put it between like past gateway but between when you click on text and bill pay and when it goes to text and yeah. bill pay like on the duck in the duck been, tracks menu perhaps right. May, maybe that would have been more effective or or seem more how it should be more secure in that way i don't know if you really need to have the rest of that so secure uh, because we already have things like we can um the you can't what am i trying to say you can't have random people seeing all your school information. That's already protected uh, and covered. FERPA, right? FERPA, yes. That's already covered. Um, you also can sign a waiver to make sure your uh, parents or anything like that can't see it. Mm-hmm. So why do you need that extra step? Like, what's... I mean, really, what I, hacker is going to be like, oh, I want to see I if th- Cole got a C in this class. I want to see if you got a C in your class because I'm <laughs> your dad, actually. <laughs> it's me, <laughs> <laughs> My dad is bald. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> For those in the podcast, I mimed um, going bald and growing a mustache. <laughs> um, but like, who really? I think this follows along a similar situation because the duo thing is a Texas A&M system. We right. know that from working here. We've been adopting a lot of this lately. That's what I wanted to get in. I think this is just another issue. Of, uh, follow the leader on being Texas A&M again because they use Duo for everything over there but they're a giant campus they are a Huge. not just a I uh, this isn't like a, a city this isn't a flex this is more of just context I originally was accepted to Texas A&M based off of my scoring alright nice uh, but no money right and too big yeah and way too big because uh, it is a literal city inside of College Station like it's Vatican City inside of, of Rome <laughs> Straight up. It's a whole nother culture that lives in there. And so they use Duo because it would make sense if you had, let's, you know, if we're using percentages, let's say 1% of the student body gets hacked every semester. Mm-hmm. But if you have a million, I mean, it's not a million, let's say you have 10,000 students, that's 100 people that could be, that could be like at risk for fraud. And then the amount of the dollars at that point becomes a big enough issue that percentages be I know, percentages be darned there are physically too many people who are being affected by the risk there we're really small though yeah I and really spread out i'm trying to figure out how many students we have we're yeah close yeah. to 10 yeah go ahead um i don't think i think this is just a situation of follow the ducks in the line down the road it's it's just another adoption of one of texas a&m systems but because it's happening without like just happening we're gonna want to be uh a heads up on that definitely so 
as of 2017, right? We, just for the Stephenville campus, mm-hmm. we were at um, 13,000 students. Okay. And we've, like, that is increasing, like, what is the word? Crazy. Exponentially? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um. So what is A&M at? T- too many. Too many, indeed. Too many. So many that you can just get lost. I don't know. I was thinking. <laughs> I got distracted you by my own fingers. Somebody, you're gonna, you're As of yeah. 2017, they were at 68,603 students. So that's even more students. If that is 1% that it get hacked, even more students that it affects. But we're not yeah. near that number yet. We're not near that number no. by any we're, means. We're not close to we're A&M's popularity like, like or fifth. anything like that. And yes, we have four campuses, but Texas A&M has even more. They consider us I one mean, of their campuses. Right, yeah. right. We are so, a part of A&M. We are in like and a as such, off, I think we're just gonna get more of their policy, just like with the no smoking thing. That's actually, um, I don't know if this is advanced information. The Texan debate this semester. Oh yeah, is going to be about the no smoking and no tobacco product ban. No tobacco, no vaping. As a disabled student on mm-hmm. campus, that does have a lot of lung problems. Yeah. I am extremely excited about this. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't have to worry it's as much about like wearing a mask around campus yeah. so that I can just function. Mm-hmm. So I am one of the few. Gonna, yeah, going to be real with you, Park. That is a hot take. Yeah. That is. But I do think we should, I do think there should be sections where people can smoke. Yeah, I think, I agree with you there. Which has now been taken away. Is like smoking sections, just like in the 50s. Mm-hmm. You just have smoking sections. It's just I think part of the issue was Put them people in the weren't using them. Using them? No, not at all. Because we in had class. Them. Yeah. Yeah, it was always in class. Yeah, people was... vaped in class. But one of the big issues now, and I did this growing up, mm. dipping. Yeah. Because that is also yeah, that's con- one of the that's tobacco under the products. Ban. Right. Uh, I think that's going to be hard to catch only because, and this, like, the debate will happen and they will have all of the real points there, but from a, from an on-the-street perspective, a lo- like a local ideal, that's going to be hard to catch, in my opinion, only because of the spitless pouches that com- that have come out in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So literally, you can just have gum, quote-unquote, and you're clean. Well, There's, no one's going to, like, no professor is going to, like, stop you and be like, hey, what are you chewing on over there? Like, As an there's ag no incentive. So most of our professors do it too. Yeah, it. Uh, I even read something on the official announcement that said professors, uh, staff, and students alike will all be charged if they are found. So, but the question is who? Who's going to enforce, enforce it? The parking people. We, oh, oh my god! Are they really? No, <laughs> no, but that would be good. No, I'm just, just walking around with parking f- tickets. <laughs> Just hand them out. Smoke tickets. Smoke tickets. We've had designated areas before. People went outside of them and nobody nobody turned anyone in. I mean, at least that oh. I, I know of. Right. I know like one person who would be like, you're not in the smoking section. Yeah, people would maybe call you out then, but it doesn't but get that recognized. That would be someone who has like an immediate affliction to asthmatics. Yeah. Just right. like, hey, please don't be near me. I can die if you breathe on me. Right. I I think it'd be I think this ban is a good idea to get it out of classrooms. Right. I really do because in that enclosed environment it's even worse. Mm. You know? It's delicious um. air. Oh. <laughs> Loving it. Tiger's but, blood. That's that oh was that was twenty seventeen. <laughs> Not literally the words tiger's blood yeah. was in the air. 
that was literally me in like 2006 with snow cones. Got him. <laughs> but then look at that. You nine years later and you're able to buy a vape. Yeah. And now you're breathing it. And you're like, nostalgia? <laughs> See, it's all marketing. It, they, no. they get you early with snow cones. That's how they do it. I've put the tinfoil hat on now, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I think, I don't know if we want to go into that. Never mind. It's all right. So, we've done announcements. We've introduced Brian. Yeah. We've talked about the inauguration and Duo Day. Yeah. Now for a couple of fun local bits. Because <laughs> uh, we've had a bit of a serious thing. I think we should get into a little bit. Words of wisdom. Brian, you might enjoy this one. It's where I just talk crazy for a whole sentence. I'm down for it. I read this. It's only me. I've turned everyone else's microphones off so we can have ourselves do 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 a little word of wisdom. Mayo on your chicken thigh. Give it a good bake for 40 minutes at 400 degrees Fahrenheit or until the skin is golden brown. Any thoughts, y'all? I like mayo. Yeah? Yeah. I like chicken. Exactly. This Ryan. is why we make it good. I like, yeah. <laughs> um, can you read that again? Of course. <laughs> read that again. Mayo on your chicken. Now, oh, let me let me bring uh, bring everything down. <clears throat> Mayo on your chicken thigh. Give it a good bake for 40 minutes at 400 degrees Fahrenheit or until the skin is golden brown. How much mayo? That's a good question. Oh no. I use about a I'm tablespoon of mayo. Really? Do you use yep. any breading? No. It's a baked chicken, so what I would like to do is do a mixture of a little bit of garlic powder, bunch of uh, chili powder, and then a dash of paprika, salt and pepper, mix that together into a dry rub, then apply the mayo on top of that. The whole point of the mayo, because it's egg and oil, is a protective layer. Keeps the juices in. So you're going to have some liquid chicken. It's cooked, but it is going to be juicy on the inside, and the whole skin is going to be crispy. And it's going to be covered in spice. And your spices don't burn off. That's a big problem that you have when you do your breading. And you put the spices in the breading. They'll burn. Right? You lose all of that flavor. Cook a jalapeno. All of a sudden, it's not as hot. Y'all ever realize that? Yeah. It's because you burn. burn I apologize. I I understand there's some allergies (laughs) running up in here. A little bit of food talk. Um, Cook something that is a pepper. An onion. It's not a pepper, but no. you cook it and it's less. Cooking on, yeah, exactly. Because those those flavors and those chemicals that cause the immediate reaction of the acid, the acid influx, break down, and they become delicious. I'm gonna have to try that because the way you said it, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that sounds good. It does. Chicken thighs are cheap too. Nobody likes them. Oh no, I love them. Uh, yeah. Chicken leg quarters. You can get a ten pound bag for five forty seven. Amen. <laughs> I know this specific because it's what yeah. my dog eats. Oh goodness, that uh, yeah, he eats raw. It's best dog. for his tummy. I envy your dog. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, most of the time you're eating the dog- cereal and you look over and your dog's getting a whole chicken leg and you're like, something about this. Uh, it's it's not right. just the chicken leg oh, too. It's chicken leg, a- chicken liver. It's some yogurt. It's some egg. Um, we have some special protein powder we give him. 
Sometimes we add in some blueberries. You said dog or little brother bodybuilder. <laughs> this is stuff that my fa- this is the diet that my father would use when he was a state gymnast back it in Montana. Is my service dog. So yes, basically a bodybuilder. Right. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Got to have. I the like muscle. him to be lean, right? But yeah. also he has um, the softest IBS. coat I've seen. Oh, yeah. Got you. So he can't. He's allergic to processed beef, processed mm. chicken, and grain, and grains. Well, I mean, dogs aren't supposed to eat grains anyways. They're not farmers. Exactly. Right. But his is much worse because, yeah. dang, he gets stinky if he has any <laughs> grains. Like, it's it's not even like, oh, man, he, you know, oh, stinky stinks. boy. It's like my eyes watering. <laughs> he needs to go to like, a doctor. he needs to go out now. <laughs> He's rotting from the inside. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> Pretty much. And I swear, every time we go to his parents, like my parents, oh, every man. time we go to my parents, um, he gets into some of their grain because they feed their dogs um, like normal kibble. Processed, yeah. you know. And oh God. Cocoa puffs. It's so <laughs> terrible. So he, we keep boy. him on raw. Poor so boy. we don't have to suffer. <laughs> Poor boy. Uh, yeah, Brian. Any thoughts on uh, chicken thighs? I'm going after this. I'm going to Walmart. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'm going to. I wanna, dinner. I want to. I want to cook some chicken. All I was right. Actually in the it, middle of you throw dinner. it. In, you throw it in the oven too, so you don't. You're not technically cooking. I like guess the oven's still on. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Do y'all need to go? No. It's nah, fine. I put it on 200. It's fine. Okay. We were baking potatoes. Uh, Oh, no. (laughs) They're gone, fellas. (laughs) But I'm just going to be honest with you here. You ate your potato. I ate my potato. Parker. Parker, I'm going to pray for you. (laughs) You're going to either need a tall glass of water (laughs) or another potato because that bad boy (laughs) is now a solid chip. It no. is one big potato <laughs> chip. We that was our last potato. <laughs> <laughs> You're taking me to Dairy Queen then. Ireland, <laughs> Ireland weeps for you. Oh yeah. Some local things. Let's talk. About, <laughs> let's talk about the weekend. I thought we were still talking about the potato famine oh. of the Hughes household. Oh no, the Hughes household potato famine. <laughs> Buy some French fries to make up for it. I like French fries. Oh yeah, we talked about this last episode. Oh yeah, we, we did. Have, we, we don't, don't have to do <laughs> this Let's again. not go back into French fries. Park, you can you can listen to last episode of my thoughts I, on French fries. I think I did. Oh yeah, yeah. I was back for live viewers. Yeah, you were in the you were in the chat. Yeah. yeah, chat is always fun, folks. Chat is very fun. Hop in if you get a chance. If you're listening to the podcast, get a chance to listen to watch the video. We get a little more animated. Specifically, me, I get a little more animated with the hands. And if you get a chance to actually see, uh, show up for one of the events, then, you know, the YouTube lives, then by all means, hop in chat, hang out with us. Uh, currently, AJ has podcast one screen, homework on the other. Nice. Good job, AJ. Multitasking, Ooh. baby. Multitasking. My last little note for the evening, we can finish on this. Local things happening around town. I'm half Irish. We didn't need two BNFs. Hmm? We did not need two beans and franks. Two beans and franks? Yeah. Oh, no. Controversial statement because everyone loves coffee. Yeah, but did you really mm. need two in this It looked this like they were building a Chipotle. Oh, oh, is that what you were wishing yeah, for? Yeah, we didn't. Oh, we kept no. passing it. We're like, yay, we're getting a Chipotle. And then it was beans and franks. And I we're w- like, what? I low-key either want a Chipotle or a Kang's or a Wendy's down here. Oh, Wendy's. yeah, Wendy's. 
Wendy's. Apparently, uh, Wendy's is happening on the other side of Golden Chicks. Oh. So Wait, that's when? a little bit of local. Also, like Ulta now. and Hobby Lobby. Yeah, Ulta and Hobby Lobby are coming into town, which I'm scared of because the last time I was in a Hobby Lobby, all right, I can never drink white chai tea ever again. Oh, no. <laughs> because I went into Hobby Lobby and for some reason, like all of the chai tea was brewed in the world was grown that day in that Hobby Lobby because every time I drink chai tea, I think of crumbly green foam board and wicker artwork. Oh, no. (laughs) Because of that Hobby Lobby. I was just young enough to where that smell teleports me back to that time period where the Hobby Lobby back in Keller was chai tea taste. Oh my, my friend God. was like, yeah, man, I made some chai. Uh, this was in high school, like years after this, that I had gone to this Hobby Lobby. This Hobby Lobby is now a Sprouts. It's closed. It's dead. <laughs> it became a Michael's, then a Sprouts. It's oh. so far gone. <laughs> and my friend gave me some chai tea and I was like, you know what that tastes like? He's like, what? I'm like, that tastes like Hobby Lobby. And he's like, in Weatherford? <laughs> and I was like, ooh, and I like went back in time. <laughs> That's great. So yeah, some new stores were growing. Y'all saw the pillars being built? Yeah, they're elevator their shops. They are. What it's is that? for a um, just for fun. It's for <laughs> a new apartment complex called the Edge. Mm. The they edge. have an Instagram with a lot of Tarleton memes. Uh oh. Already, like already, you're not even built yet, man. They're coming fall 2020. Oh wow! So they have till the end of this year to get the concrete poured for all the floors. Yeah, that's risky business, bud. Because uh-huh. you don't want to pour gonna concrete. Be like, it's right. probably going to be like the Tarleton Station, or the, not Tarleton, the Tarleton Stadium, and they're already like starting to rent out rooms. What? Well, that kind of makes sense though, because it's not like there's any, it's not like there's any other new developments in town. You know what I mean? I mean, there's a bowling alley. Is being it still built controlled by Apartments? We're yeah. getting a bowling alley? Yeah, it's not like... T- a lot of new stuff is being is coming uh, to town. I can't remember what it's called. I was on the bowling team in high school. Nice. So I've been looking for... I was really good at Wii Sports bowling. <laughs> Same. Really good, though. Got the shiny yeah. ball, the one that had sparkles on it when you were a pro? No, I just never lost. Oh. I didn't play fancy. I just played fair. And fair was beating my opponents 113 every game. Easy money. I wasn't there. <laughs> I wasn't there for the theatrics, Cole. Wait, so you only got a one thirteen? No, that was just like when I needed to show my brother I was better than him, because he'd rarely ever get a spare. Oh, uh, you know the high score is three hundred, right? I do know the high score is three hundred. <laughs> Parker, <laughs> just making sure we know this. See. I think when that bowling alley comes out, we're going to have ourselves a Western duel, and I will so, be there in cowboy so boots. So, before, before <laughs> Parker nice. has his own bowling, he has two bowling balls and, and like shoes Four bowling and balls, if we Just count. for, like, self-defense? No, well, I understand like, you, were, you were on the team. There's just no alleys around yet. There's one in Granbury, and there's one in Weatherford. Okay, so you can head out on, like, the weekend. Bowling she doesn't trip. let me. I don't... <sighs> oh, no. <laughs> this has become a moment. <laughs> You gotta tell me all about this it's juice. Not, it's Bowling not on the I weekends don't. is very expensive. Mm. And I'm usually super busy during the week. Mm. So <laughs> this is like a summer long. Wednesday date. Yes. No, that's gonna be every that's, a, that's gonna be occasional every other night for me. I ain't gonna lie to you. You're a bowling man? Nah, I just like to go out and just Oh be, yeah? And it's nice to see something else. Okay. You know? hmm. I wanna hear your take on this. The new movie's coming to uh the Cinema Six. Which one? Well, t- 
technically none of them, but uh, right. the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> Cinema Six dead, <laughs> killed. Uh, the the only thing that'll be filmed for like until something anything comes out next. Uh, we've got Bad Boys for Life, Doolittle, 1917, The Turning, Jumanji: The Next Level, and Not Spies in Disguise. Too. I've heard everything except the turning. What about you guys? Any of that news to you? Um, I'm super excited for Doolittle. Oh yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, it's the the Robert Downey I'm Jr. He's doing so the Scottish, the book I believe. Yeah. They're going all the way back to the original text. Yes. It's a an adventure novel. Mm-hmm. Right. I I believe here. I can pull up the IMDb real quick. I think it is. And then, the turning is. A horror movie, but it's PG thirteen horror movie. Okay, it's but not I'm a woman in black level. Chicken. It's not a horror <laughs> movie. Parker, I love you. I have to watch my horror movies alone. <laughs> Any horror you movie? You have to. Yeah, she's a horror movie fan, and because, I cry and don't sleep for the next month. It's okay to cry. Yo, I had a nightmare last night. Actually, <sighs> super crazy. That oh it, no! That turned up here. Uh, it was like a film. So it was in this modernist house that was out like in. I'm going to say Maine because they had fall leaves, but they didn't have snow. So we're in like autumn period out in Maine because all of the trees outside were like deciduous. Uh, The setting was a very upbeat modern home. So these people were like architects or uh, upper middle class minimum enough to own property out on like northern New York. Even Um, they uh, it was a husband and wife, a young couple. There was no kids in the house because so they could still do traveling and such. And. Every night, the wife, at night while she was asleep, she would transform a little more into a bit this sort of monster. And by the end of it, uh, she her like her whole lower half was a beetle, but she uh. was like this big, like huge, like big, and she like crawled out onto the floor and fully molted and was like full millipede. This is uh. so close to Metamorphosis, the book. Oh, that book is amazed by uh, Kans Kafka. Uh, yes. So good. Oh. That book is so good for so many reasons. Oh. I need. I have a whole show that I'm working on, like separate. This is way down the line, probably in the summer. That will I will cover that book in detail. <gasps> Metamorphosis is so good. It's so creepy. She would hate it. Nah, you probably Cole. You might love it actually. Why? Why would I? Hate it's it? about a bug boy. I don't really like But books. like the under themes of change and your yeah. family not accepting you or like Ooh. it's so good. You have to read it, Cole. I'll read the Lion book if you read Metamorphosis. Oh, that's not a book though. It's only like what is Metamorphosis this? is like a novella. Okay. Yeah. So it's good. Okay. It's a I read it light like novel. The, my sophomore I'm trying year of to high get school. him to yeah. read the Veld. What is that? The one Uh-oh. I did the short story report on? This summer? What, What's what it about? The lions and it's Ray Bradbury. Oh, oh. With the like. Yeah. That wall, the nursery. Yes. It's a good thing. I am so excited to watch Troop Zero. Troop Zero? Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. The ad that is on uh, right now here. It's let for me, Amazon let me Prime. Open this up here. We've got ourselves. Or Amazon Video. Troop Zero. Uh, an Amazon original. What do we got in it? Viola Davis, McKenna Grace, Jim Gaffigan, Mike Epps, Allison J. Okay. It's about this, like, Girl Scout troop. Yeah? That. But it's like the cast outs. Yeah. Oh, all, yeah? Yeah. Nice. And Viola Davis is, Ooh. like, their head person. 
So it's all the weirdos that Ooh, uh, the troop didn't that's, want. That sounds like fun. But mm-hmm. it's amazing. The trailer I, for like it a, like is a good 80s movie. great. I, y'all really need a podcast about like movies and stuff that are out. Yeah, we and, like, have TV so shows. many podcasts in the works that we're yeah. trying to focus on that. Plus, just, adding visual. I was just talking to um, Brendan, uh, the old host to the, the radio station, about getting him. Uh, he used to be the co-host here. He now is uh, moving on to some different stuff. We'll have him on the show to do like a full explanation there. Uh, nothing bad. Uh, nothing bad. I no. was just trying to get him scheduled in for his own podcast. And so we're adding, and then I have to talk to Lance tomorrow, because we're ha- actually going to have our production meeting tomorrow. Okay. Uh, That's been in the works all week, adding, so. Oh, my goodness. About adding another podcast, which might almost, it might be a daily release. We What? We don't know. We really don't know how that oh, one's going to work out. Okay. But it's We like, have it's so many podcasts in the work, yeah. and we already have podcasts running that are great. Obviously, this one. Yeah. And then we have Planetary Overload, and then we have Cogley uh, and, and Morrow on politics. And then we're and adding we're your show. Adding my show, which is called Making Space. And then we're going to be adding T for Texas. T for Texas. Brendan's Lore Library. Brendan's Lore Library. Um, our A lot by, of shows. By Candlelight. And yeah. Um, maybe. I might take that. I have to talk to Lance on that. Mm-hmm. I might be able to take that one for myself y'all good yeah yeah okay uh yeah might be able to take that one for myself but that is like a it requires so much pre-production when i was looking at it that i need to just have a like week to myself and in the library going through the old german text (laughs) <laughs> I'm, that's like a really long <laughs> sizzle setup, oh. but like it, it, I hope it'll be an interesting show because I need to create like sound assets for yeah. it and build profiles to yeah. do the voicing. Sometimes I wish we did work here full time because it would we be have so nice, so much we want to do and so much we have planned. And Lance wants to do, and, and then we have the YouTube series as well. We have the two YouTube new series that we're adding. I want to get more into that too, and yeah. Yeah. Well, you are definitely going to be a huge help. Oh yeah, the, I need to show you the login stuff for yes. our, we have a new website that we're, we're building a new website. Building. We're probably going to end up building another one as well. So, lots of things in the work. This is going to be a very interesting semester, so only good things. Yes, only good things. But things to do to relax because yes. what we just said was like all very the stressful. stress. <laughs> I need to relax Sorry. this weekend. You're good. I need to relax this weekend. I need a movie to go to. Probably like Sunday morning. You know what's cool is uh, Spies in Disguise. I've heard the, good things. The pigeon one? It should be the with one Will with Smith. Will Smith. Yeah. The pigeon movie. Um, yeah. but It's got Will Smith and Spider-Boy. I yes. thought it was pretty cool because... You've seen it? In, I haven't seen it yet. Okay. But in Film Alley in Weatherford, mm. they had a special airing of it that was sensory friendly. So mm. it's specifically like geared people with autism. to autistic oh. people um, and autistic kids who, like, they are uh, completely able to be up and around and yeah. make all the noise and do all the movements the that they need to. On. The okay. lights are on. So, so it's, it's not overloading. With right. Mm. It's not overstimulating, but mm-hmm. they can still have a movie experience, which I thought was really cool. That's I nice. don't know if that was a specifically Film Alley thing or if it was the movie thing. It's mm. a Film Alley thing. They do it once a month with a different... Children, okay. Child's movie. Got yeah. it. Yeah. So. Back onto the movies. Uh, here. Brian, any thoughts on these titles here? 
Uh, I'm gonna check out. I know me personally, I am checking out Bad Boys this uh this weekend. That does seem like you. Just knowing you as a person, seems like something you'd have opinions on. I would like. I'm. It's. I, I, Did you watch Bad Boys One and Bad Boys Two? I grew up with them. Yeah. You grew up with them. Okay. I, grew up with them. I remember Bad. It's sad because I do remember Bad Uh-oh. Boys One. Which is sad. It's, 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 it, I'm turning 25 this year. Oh, uh, but I remember Bad Boys One. But it, it's like, like it's, it just a, scares it's a whole nother world. Yeah, that old that, Miami. That was legit. Like when you watch old movies from back then, yeah. you look you like, like like watching Speed back then. Yeah, like the you like the technology really sucked. <laughs> it did. It really did though. Flipping slide phones. Like, the cool. Oh, the coolest things they had those neck mics though. Yeah, that was sick. Yeah, they had that, but they're still like, oh, it was just, it's just, just bad. Like my one of my favorite movies of all time is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers with Ivan Ooze. Oh yeah. Okay. That was just that was the yeah. was that the one where he put himself in a bunch of like containers and like yeah s- like tricked the parents into mm-hmm. getting him. Okay, got you. So it was like that's my one of my favorite movies. Yeah, but it's like when you when I watch it now, it's like oh, oh my god. How did, did I? How did I enjoy this? Did, yeah, I think because like especially Black. coming to class, like coming working. No, Black was good. Whoa, Parker, you stepped on my toes here. It's one of my favorite. I she has introduced me to the franchise. Yes. I love it. But some of their technology is hilarious. I mean, I think the effects were pretty good. For who again? Men in Black. I love which it. which ones? The first Wait, one. Just the first one? I think the, that's the one you're talking about, right? The first one's my favorite. The first one. That's first the only one. good one on. Yeah. I like, I'll, I'll be real. That's the only good one. Well, Two. I liked three. Three was cool only because the villain was cool. The only. Yeah. Th- uh, the only one that kind of I ain't gonna lie, the only one that sucked to me was the recent one that came out. I yeah. didn't watch that. I I ain't gonna lie, I could have saved my nine seventy five for that. Ooh, like I understand this. I I will sit there and watch a movie. <sighs> That's killer, though. I'm being for like if I can sit at a movie, if I can go to a movie theater and I can predict, you know, how you can you predict some Uh-oh. things. Yeah. If I can predict, it was predict step by step. Ninety percent of the movie. If I'm if I gotta make myself enjoy it, yeah. I'll, I'll still watch it. Be like, okay, yeah, it's horrible. I would have did this, but yeah, mm. I, that was like. Remember, I love the because you are a film guy, right? Mm-hmm. You you said that's part of your your degree and stuff. Even is it's a, my minor uh, film production. So. Yeah, film production. So you're looking at that like I know how they did this. They could have done this whole other line of fall of stuff and been fine. Yeah. So like. like and like, the the star power that they used was kind of weird. It was good. Like the star power, was, you had a great ace a lister, and you had a great she's a lister too. You had two a listers who can coexist with each other because they do it in another movie with yeah, a bigger uh, budget. Let me pull up. But it's like that that right there was just. It was horrible. Men in Black Inter- International, right? That was the title. I was, like, I was, oh, I can't even find it. Oh, I, I couldn't just enjoy myself. Like we went to go see it, I was just like. So what are we doing when we get back? Oh no! Uh, yeah, Men in Black International, the 2019 right. film. Uh, let me pull up the cast real quick. It's a good cast. Love yeah, the like, cast. Yeah, this cast is good, and yeah. they their chemistry was amazing in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, like they're good act actors. Tessa and Thompson, Chris Hemsworth for for uh, mm-hmm. uh, our audio listeners in uh, Men in Black International. They were. I thought that they were both exceptional. They are. Actors. It's just you know, it just sometimes. It sometimes it's down to the storyline and the production yeah. value. Yeah. So, like you know, I'm looking at these guns and like, yeah, some of them you, some of them you was like, okay, 
Yeah, I just drew something and just okay. Well, I'm gonna let you. Well, have what's that. this here? I never went to see it because it did. It wasn't even interesting in to me yeah, from I the beginning. I didn't want to see it either. I went to go see it just cause I love the Men in Black series. Oh, yeah, I love, I, I love too. it too. And it's just like okay, let me see where y'all going from here. And I don't I mean, know. This I little guy was cool. It was a little pine cone looking kid. He was supposed to be like the Frank of this movie, but I'm sorry, there's only one Frank. Yeah, there's I, only one Frank. I think <laughs> there's it's only really one Frank. difficult if you're basing a movie like we've had three oh. movies with two main characters and and to take those actors out and replace is very difficult. Yes. And they I think it it's poorly. a different I think it's a different setup. They went alien. The original Men in Black is a, actually a horror movie. Mm-hmm. The original Men in Black is a it's structured like a monster movie. Think about it. you have a cockroach man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, is the bad like straight is the bad guy. It's a thriller in the set and like horror mixes with every almost every other genre. I would say very well because it preys off of the standard conventions going wrong. That's the whole concept of horror. Most horrors is like everything's going one way and then like it's horror because it didn't go the good way and now we're in a bad timeline. Mm-hmm. But the Men in Black is everything is kind of going wrong all the way through until the very end when they get it right by blowing up the spaceship. It you know you have this bug monster who is unstoppable at every every end. You, they have no way of tracking him down. He's just kind of this rogue agent out on his own. You've got K, who played by Will Smith, who nobody ha- he doesn't. He plays Jay. Jay. Oh. Tommy, Tommy Tommy Lee Jones plays K. My bad. Uh, he plays Jay, who is back who like doesn't know anything about you know the 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 joke of the noisy cricket yeah of like it's a tiny little gun and k pulls it away from his hands like whoa watch out where you're pointing that thing and he's like what is this thing gonna do and then we're shown later that it blows a hole a hole in the side of a wall mm-hmm. or like all the way through uh, a semi-trailer so like we're it plays with that whole concept of uh things are different than the way they seem eldridge horror mm specifically it's not a monster movie like a gothic horror it's called eldritch horror it is uh the fear of a force that is magnitudes more powerful than you that all you can do is your best to survive it It, you know the concept like it plays with large concepts of like inevitability of death the destruction of the universe the fact that our whole galaxy is a marble that is being played by another by an entire race and that there's another galaxy inside of ours that is a an entire marble you know they had a whole uh, the plot of that film was like they whatever right. was the, the whatever the gizmo like the MacGuffin needed to save the world was a, a little marble on a cat mm-hmm. yeah right the, the galaxy yeah the galaxy and i was like how do you have a whole galaxy and they're like because it's because it's tiny and like we're there are forces that are greater than us that we don't even understand we're just the day-to-day workers who figure it out like that locker and yeah, the locker like, scene in men in black too yeah that was a good scene honestly like the entire world was their whole world was it just a locker but even in that movie they do the lockers another locker scene where we are in our, in our, own, own, locker. In our own locker in our own locker and so like that's the whole point is um Men in Black always made it a situation of like, there's of like, we live in everyone else except for the people who are watching the movie and the people who are the the main cast live in a world where there is an entire universe inside of the plot and we 
at the end of the movie, we are an entire universe inside of that pl- of the its own plot. And these are the concepts of Eldritch Horror of like we're we are simply trying to do our best to solve the H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, Cthulhu mm, mythos, okay. those sorts of stories of like we are simply doing our best to bide our time because they're like they're uh, I think Kay says it best of like there's uh, the world is always ending. There's always another famine, a plague, another invasion. There's always the it's always the end of the world constantly. We simply are doing our best to make sure that that doesn't happen every single time. And it's sort of, he like has that monologue within the film and uh, Will Smith's character is like taken aback of like, I don't even know what you mean. And then in the second and the third one, he's like all jaded from the exact same experiences um, until they hit time travel and now everything's kind of ruined. But also, like side note, Tommy Lee Jones is one of my favorite actors. Oh, he's so good. Um, He's in No Country for Old Men. Oh yeah? Which is an odd one, but a good one. Okay. Also, oddly horror. Yeah? In a way. In what sense? You can't stop the inevitable bad guy. Oh. He's too powerful. Got you. Or so he like, doesn't like have a, the ability to stop himself. Like yeah. a like a gothic horror, where um, like there is a monster. He, so basically in the in the movie, the villain, or and the book, he uses doesn't he toss a coin or something? Yeah, it's he tosses a coin. It's a playoff of fate. Okay. And if it lands on whatever, and it doesn't matter what it lands on, he's probably going to kill you. Uh. But he uses the coin as a way to say, "Oh, it was fate, and I didn't make this choice. Yeah. It was yeah. just fate. So I'm going to kill you because it landed on this <laughs> thing." Mm. And he uses one of those. Uh, what they used? Uh, Isn't it a pithing machine? Um, it's to the euthanizing machine, the CO2 and stuff. Yeah, yes. it's the bolt guns. Yeah. Um, and so they could never figure so out what his he, weapon was. Yeah, so he tries to separate himself even though he is the one doing the bad thing. Yeah. Oh, so there's an internal struggle and an external struggle mm-hmm. of like, he is a serial killer doing all of these bad things. But right. he thinks he is fake. He believes that he is being controlled by fate? Yes. Yes. Oh. So he's like, I am trapped by by the creation. And everyone else is like, no, you're a monster. So it's no, a lot. No, you can choose to stop, yeah. but he doesn't. You can yeah. stop. Be, literally can be stopped, too. Bang, mm-hmm. bang. Um, Except nobody could ever kill him. He always got away. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. So he is a gothic. That's a gothic horror. Yeah. Which I will get into all of those definitions. Maybe if I ever. Different podcast. Make a, if I make that podcast, it'd be so much fun to make. Hmm. But it's a big research project. I know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I, with making space and planetary overload, they're both heavy research. And I'm like, they are. You kind of need. That's why I like this show because I do a little. I do show notes that are literally tied to this week entirely, um, and you guys just come on and we chat and it, we just kind of vent about the whole process, and it's fun and everyone gets to be involved. So, Men in Black International not in theaters anymore though. Thank Let's God. talk about thank. The Lord. <laughs> um, I think we were talking about Bad Boys. I bad. Yeah, we were talking about Bad Boys three. Bad Boys for life. That's for life. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna check out. Probably. I know for a fact this weekend. Um, as far as other movies, honestly, you're gonna have to wait till like the summer. And that's like, not so much the summer beginning around like towards spring break and everything. Right. Oh yeah. Before something actually like comes out, it's like a hundred days till Black Widow comes out. Oh, um, you're inter- you uh, ready for that? I actually, I, I, I am like I'm. I, Is it a prequel? Hmm? It's happening it's before like, everything that happened in the most recent yeah, Marvel. Yeah, it's movie. like okay. it's like yeah, it's like so it's like showing what she did before she 
you know, she died. So mm-hmm. I guess b- before Thanos snapped his fingers. Yeah, I think, uh, what was it? it? There's a specific time period it's happening, which is... I want to say before she joins S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't think so. Or right around that time. She's already in S.H.I.E.L.D., but she is going back. Yeah. To visit... Here, let me let me pull it up. Like she's going back to visit her... Her sister, her family, actually. Yeah. She's going back to visit her family and her sister. Her and it's it's all like kind of a bit of an adoptive family of like Russian versions of superheroes. Uh, Black Widow. It's it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good. One especially yeah. like I, said, I love how the Marvel. I know I love how the part, this this phase ended. I did love uh, Endgame. I did. I think Endgame is a okay. really good movie. I know mm-hmm. I didn't keep up well, very well with the whole arcs of of that series or phase um but i ended up going to watch Endgame, and it was amazing yeah. so the credited cast so far is florence uh pa who is going to be playing uh yelena belova which i believe is her sister in the in the film at least according to the trailers not a lot is out yet scarlett johansson obviously natasha romanoff black widow uh, Robert Downey Jr. is rumored to appear in this one uh, because Yay. it is a pr- technical prequel. You've got uh, Rachel Weiss, who is Melina Vostokov. It's uh, it's all Russian characters here. Uh, I okay, this one might be her sister because her only quote from the trailer is "You got fat" to Alexi. <laughs> so that's another okay. one of the family members we assume in the trailer. It has um. Black Widow going back as Agent Romanoff doing stuff back in Russia in uh, I want to say old KGB super science things that were going on like the Mm. Black Widow program all of that that happened we've got uh, David Harbo who is the Red Guardian Uh, y'all y'all would know David Harbo from the uh, Hellboy movie as well as Stranger Things he was the the sheriff, yeah, he was he was everyone's favorite dad, yes. a dad sheriff from Stranger Things. Um, he was also in Suicide Squad. I didn't Who? know that. I don't remember him being in that. Hmm. Either way, um, yeah, he, uh, I, I love the guy as an actor because he's like, if I was to be an actor, I think I would play his roles. Oh, wacky bir- birds of prey. I am excited for that. Oh, uh, that's a TV show coming out, right? Is it? It's a, it's a movie show. It's yeah, a it's a movie. Oh yeah, the uh, Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. Harley yeah, Harley Quinn and the oh, Birds of Prey. Yes. That yes. looks like a Exciting. lot of fun. That looks like what Suicide Squad Suicide Squad should have been. Wait, no, am I, I love. Am I that person Squad. that Lance is talking about? Oh. No. <laughs> I don't shop at Hot Topic. <laughs> So Lance, the other day, was like, you know, there are those Harley <laughs> Quinn and Deadpool people, and I'm like, but it's I, ju- it's mostly, but it, I, but I, I, like, I literally have a pretty much a whole outfit. I'm not even kidding, down to socks and undergarments of Deadpool, and um, I really enjoy Harley Quinn. Is that an issue? <laughs> like, most rec- the really recent renditions of Harley Quinn have been really good for her character of like film and uh tv show wise too she has her own tv show on dc originals uh dc streaming service 
those ones have been good because they fleshed out the character. And in the comics, she's doing really good. Uh, she got away from like the Joker, and she's she, with Poison. She's Ivy. married to married hey. to Poison Ivy, yeah. which is super good as like a character. How she am I not interested in that? Grew past, well, she like grew past the the abuse yeah. that the Joker put on her. So story wise, recently she's great. But what everyone fell in love with was the two psychopaths who were like destructively in love with each other. Yeah, I don't like. Normies that. love that. <laughs> I don't like that. Like, Real talk, normies love that stuff, right, Brian? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. From a character, from a movie point of view, I only reason I liked it because it's kind of what I grew up on from the from the comics and the TV shows. The and everything. Suicide Squad, um, the, Joker and Harley Quinn. Yeah, I like. I yeah. grew up like just from the way past, even before Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. But the I, what was it? The only thing that bothered me, I think, was the phase that bothered me with Harley Harley Quinn and everybody was when they brought out Suicide Squad and everybody was like oh my god Joker and Harley Quinn are goals I don't know if y'all remember that and they absolutely aren't I hate it like no it's a super abusive yeah. and like, I was like this he, is weird I was like <laughs> yeah cause they used to just dress up they was like oh my god Harley Quinn and Joker goals I am saying if you go back to, I can show you a, a certain cartoon show yeah I uh, can, it's a certain the, it's po- a, the pudding scene, or the pie scene Oh, it's from a, the TV show. No, it's a from the uh, Adventures of Batman. It's a certain episode where I know for a fact he not uh, he beat her t- and threw her out the window. Yeah, uh, it was in the old Batman animated. Yes, uh, she jumps out of a pie and is all like, "Love on me, Joker!" And go. then Joker was like, "I have plans. No, I have to like beat J- the Batman." And then she's just like, "Come on, like let's all let's be cute yes. and smoochy," and he hits her like. Like beats her straight up. Yeah. That was the only thing I didn't like about the Harley Quinn. I was like, yeah, I know he used to. That that's not okay. It's not cool. I mean, he still made her jump into lie. Yeah, like he made her is yeah. the thing. He psychologically warped her entire perspective of reality such that she would bring a gun into the asylum to break him out. But I will admit this: I am a. I'm just saying, I am a villain. I'm a villain fan. Mm-hmm. I don't go so much for the heroes. Honestly, That's I don't. Okay. And so, for me personally, if they was like the abusive part, take that out. But if you, I, I would like them still to be together. If you just had the two crazy, villains. yeah. If you had, if you just yeah. had them like both going crazy, like you know, both doing like yeah. he might doing he, their own he, thing. You know, so he might beat somebody up, and then she might beat you know beat somebody you know yeah. beat somebody up and they beat the beat the people up together and yeah. they're like you know they like get a, together like a that. constructive crazy relationship yeah. so, kind of like in uh fight club yeah the like, those two or uh sweeney um sweeney todd mm. you know you've got the lady who baked the pies that was, and that was still a pretty bad relationship. that was bad too yeah you know something like it that but bad. nothing like i mean it was, it was psychological it was pretty psychologically manipulative mm-hmm. from whose point well, uh, I wouldn't say Todd's. I would say she um, like mothered, latched on, right? Yeah. I don't, like that's the problem with a lot of these films where every the cult following happens, and then you start to realize like how dangerous a fandom can be mm-hmm. when you've got mm-hmm. all these people who are like Joker and Harley Quinn are like that is goals. Oh my, oh my goodness! And the people who really understand how that relationship work is like, oh no. But on the surface level, fans, it's like they're manically in love with each other. Technically, I, they shouldn't. They shouldn't be goals for a relationship because it's a toxic one. Very. But if they took out the toxicity of it, like Spider-Man and Deadpool, 
<laughs> Are you, you familiar with there. that one? You went You know there. about it? Thank you. I love Any that. Spider-Man fan knows the yes. Deadpool thing. Deadpool just won't leave him alone, but Spider-Man is like, I need your help, I guess. I don't really, I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely read the comic series with yeah. him. Yeah. Just the doting, just constantly doting on of like, we look so, we're so alike. Isn't that cute? Have you seen the trailer for the new Venom movie? I have not, actually. I thought that already came out like a while ago. No. Like, new new Venom movie. Yeah. I haven't even seen the original Venom movie that it was came fine. Out, like the, the use of CG was poorly. Uh, I see. Well, applied. Mm-hmm. There was two cool scenes that in was the it. trailer. Go ahead. Um, he's I don't even know, know the guy's like name besides Tom Venom. Hardy. Oh, you mean you you talking about character? Oh, you talking uh, about the vampire one? Brock. Brock. Yes. Oh, yo, what? They're doing the storyline where he goes against Morpheus. Yeah, I think Morpheus, it, the living vampire. Yeah, he's making. They're making All right, that I'm movie. I'm gonna look this up. I'm going on. I, they're I, actually IGB making again. that movie. That actually okay. came out because it, it had a what uh, came out. When that came out, with the trailer came out. Venom two. <gasps> no way. I've only seen no way in a like a gross like a corner shop in like New York. It looked like yeah. So we have Eddie Brock as uh, Tom Hardy and or Tom Hardy is playing Eddie Brock and the yeah. voice of Venom. Mm-hmm. Uh, got Michelle Williams coming back. Uh, Woody Harrelson. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Um, Woody Harrelson is playing Cletus Cassidy. <laughs> in, in, did you watch the Venom movie? At the, I'll just pull up the picture. Uh, there's going to be carnage. Just, I want you to look at this wig. I love Woody as an actor too. Poor I, Woody. I love him as an actor. Oh no! <laughs> Can you see the wig? Oh no! Yeah, they put him in this. Cletus Cassidy is the Why? Venom in the comics. Is the Venom character? So they've got <laughs> looking like looking like Ed Nigma from from the old Batman. They got him in this giant wig. <laughs> Why? And all he says is, "There will be." Carnage. Okay, no. Uh, because he's Carnage in the comic books. Like he is this red symbiote yeah. who has like is a confirmed like murderer, and all of his little like razor things are whips, and everything he does is weapons, and he's just a destructive machine. <clears throat> um. Yeah, and so, <laughs> so I forgot that he's prob- definitely going to be back. Uh, but we don't know if Woody is going to go f- full carnage or not. Uh, let's see. I'm interested to see that. We've got Reed Scott as Dr. Dan Lewis. Is is that uh, the Morpheus character? Uh, so, in the comics, you've got Morpheus the Living Vampire who has this... Um, I believe it's a blood curse. I misspelled that. So, Morpheus... I don't know how to use a keyboard. The living vampire. Morbius, my bad, not Morpheus. So Morbius, the living vampire, he yeah. has this uh, curse that he is afflicted by, which gives him all the powers of vampirism, but it only affects him. He can give it to people if they're willing to, but all he, he wants to do is fix himself. Yeah, Jared, so Jerry Little, Jerry Leto is playing him. Actually, mm. oh, it's, it's no. coming out uh, July thirty first. I'm actually that's gonna be. I guess he didn't play well. 
He didn't play a bad Joker, but... But, like, during production, he was a pain. He was a creep. He was do- he was doing that to get... The reason he was doing all of that was to, I like... I don't care. You don't have to do... Like, okay, here's the deal. I, Real talk, there's method acting, and then there is sending dead rats in boxes to your co-cast. He was... Defend that. Defend that action. I'm honestly not... Like, honestly... I get what he was trying to do. I get it. That just don't work with everybody. Like he can't. I I will agree. He wouldn't. He shouldn't have done that. It ain't that serious. You're the Joker. Your name is the Joker. But honestly, for him, that's one of the reasons why he had to. Because when you think of the Joker, you have to think about the like the. There's only a certain few who can play Joker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. That's it. Man, Heath Ledger. Side. And Jack. Jack Nicholson? Yes. I do love Jack Nicholson. I love Jack Nicholson Joker. And the Joker. Because he's he's hilarious. He's so good. And the Joker from the old Joker. Back from back then when Adam West was Batman. The what was that I can't think of his name, but him like, I'll, look, I'll look it up. To play the Joker is like that's a honorary that's like the one of the top notch villains. Caesar Romero. Yes. Caesar Romero. <coughs> Excuse me. You're good. To play the Joker, you have to. It's a certain level of where you want, where you got to go. Yeah. You read the comics; he does not care. Right. So you have to get your mindset into, okay, how do you get into a guy's head who legit does not care about? Like my his one goal is just to I like to mess with him. Yes. So like you have to. He took it too far. Okay. He I I'm not agree, I'm not I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. That he did take it too far because he let what's that? He let you didn't do that, and we see what he did. The way he did well, it was beautiful. He did it great. Mark Hamill was able to voice the Joker for years on years. the Batman eighty well nineteen. It was eight, eighty nine nine eighty nine nineties. Uh, the eighty nine television show and all the through the video games. And he was mm-hmm. a, he's still able to play Luke Skywalker at the same time. Yeah, the mo- most morally white character in the world. And then the Clown Prince is the voice of the Clown Prince of Crime. Bet y'all didn't know that. He's a prolific voice artist. Amazing. Very. Mark Hamill. Uh, the voice of the Joker, the classic voice that everyone knows, the standard Joker laugh, mm-hmm. is Mark Hamill's voice. The one that everybody knows from like video games and such. is He's played by Mark Hamill, who does an amazing job and is able to get into the brain to do the performances. And I would argue that voice acting is a level removed from film, obviously, because you're not having to both do the voice and do the dance at the same time. But he was able to do it without sending nasty stuff to his co-stars. Yeah, I mean, there. I think there's being a level of acting that you should be able to perform without having to That's also literally be a terrible person. Acting. A- acting it's is... It's a lie. It you can literally stop Literally just... They say Why? cut. They say cut, and you stop doing what you're doing. You're not, you know... Don't be a terrible person. Yeah, um... Just because you're playing a role doesn't give you the right to be a terrible person. I think that I really do think that Jared Leto took it as a chance of like he wanted he he didn't think it it was an important role. The fan he thought that everyone else thought it was a really important role. You see where I'm getting at with that? Because like the fans love the Joker, Mm -hmm. but everybody loves a different version of the Joker. Yeah. To like let's be real. 
the Joker that you love is not the Joker that I love because they're all kind of, bless you, they're all kind of different characters. Mm -hmm. You've got the animated Jokers, totally different from the video game Jokers, totally different from uh, Under the Red Hood Joker from the animated movies versus the Heath Ledger's performance versus the Jack Nicholson's performance versus the Cesar Romero performance, Mm -hmm. all of which are completely different characters. You couldn't say they're the same, you couldn't even say they're the same person. No, each one of them took their own spin on that and made it amazing. No, so no one loves the Joker. Everybody loves how you took the idea of the Joker and made it a person. Right. 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 I don't think Jared Leto saw that, and he was just like, "Everyone loves the Joker, so I'm gonna do what the Joker does." And he went gangster with it, which is a version we've seen with Jack Nicholson that really could have worked if he went like. Because he was a lot sleeker. He could have really gone the whole pimp cartel route. That could have been really interesting. They was trying to keep up. I think they were trying to keep up with, like, today's times. Like, if the Joker was here now. Like, if the Joker mm-hmm. was real and he was here, like, it's 2020 and, well, like, you know what I'm saying? It was yeah. 2020 and the Joker the, the is... An- you had the anarchist version of, of Ledger. Nowadays, you would have to have that, like not even gangster version, but, like, a mobster version of, like, organized crime. Yeah, like you had to, like, we well, had a bunch of tattoos. He had a bunch of tattoos, mm-hmm. a grill. Yeah. Had, like, all the tattoos. Like, that would be. Gangster the, Joker. That would be what the Joker be today. I would time. argue that a business casual Joker yeah, I was would about have to made say, more sense. Maybe like a, a blue collar mob. Like, sleek. Because he had that, that get up that he was running sometimes. Mm-hmm, he had the suit. Yeah. The suit and such. Hmm. I think if he had gone with a level of sophistication behind the Joker, which can be very dangerous and sinister on the like of like step into my office and then you like step into the office and he's just sort of sitting in the back in the dark. And this is getting a little like a little penguiny, a little bit of a different character. But again, something we haven't seen is if he went the full I'm in control. But... I'm in control at the cost of everyone else, which is considered crazy by most audience members. I think, and also, if you're going for scary, like someone you're really like, I am legit terrified of, Mm -hmm. it's always been interesting, what's always people have thought was off is if someone was saying something and their facial expression doesn't match what they're saying. Mm -hmm. So if you're saying something extremely sinister or something that could scare someone to death a big smile while having a big smile or mm-hmm. like being so put together while saying something insanely crazy uh-huh. is like, what i the want yeah just like part. i'm going to murder the batman and everyone's like that's great we're at a stockholders meeting what are you talking about and then he just stands up and he's just like for years and goes on a whole like tangent inside a blue collar thing then you could almost have like a Bruce Wayne versus the Joker situation like that's way more interesting yeah, but then it goes to how much was the actor like how much of molding did he get to do I think he costuming? had almost full control versus what they had for script now there was talk right after the film came out that jared leto had almost no control over his uh version the editing Mm -hmm. and apparently there was a whole nother film inside of that film that was the joker and harley quinn moments specifically like all of their moments were sped up 
in the final cut. There was a whole bikes chase scene that Margot Robbie did that was a big stunt piece mm-hmm. that got and turned into four seconds, which is too fast for a flashback. It's just enough to catch like every other frame. Uh, you had to slow down the you had to slow down the video and know what you were looking at to realize that was the motorcycle scene getting cut. And she like hunts him down on a motorcycle and like shows off being Margot Robbie uh, shows off that she is capable of like keeping up with the Joker. And the Joker was like, I could use this level of like dedication. Uh, and really, and she was in love. He was manipulating and they showed more of that in the really long cut but I'm yeah. not interested enough in that movie to go back and look at that second was, movie inside of it it was Suicide Squad was okay I worked at Studio Movie Grill when it came out mm-hmm. um, so I um, it's like a restaurant and a movie put yeah. together uh, it sold out pretty well I liked it I, just cause uh, me personally Will Smith did play uh, Dead he Shot. was a good dead shot yeah. he was a good dead mm-hmm. shot um, Harley Quinn was good yeah. um Viola Davis, she played. The, Ooh, she. I played. love Amanda Waller, and I could. Yeah. I love Amanda Waller, so when they had her play, I was like, I can dig. I, I can dig. I can dig this. Yeah. I and we've seen it. a version of that in the comics as well. Is that uh, Olivia Davis style mentality mm-hmm. of just I'm in full control. Don't even think about it. Like I, I touch the. Go on, boom, just blow blow one of them up. Go on, come on, D- test me, test me. I have all day and five fingers. You know what? For some reason, if anybody from DC is watching this, or you know somebody who works with DC, tell them this: uh, have Amanda Waller and the Batman have more dialogue. If you want to, her you know. and Bruce Wayne have yeah, dialogue. Have, more, have a business meeting. How, yeah, have more oh, dialogue yeah. between them because that way you'll have everybody. Like at the end of Suicide Squad, that little bit, that small part they had at the end of the movie was like, mm-hmm. it was like. I like that. Yeah. You know, they they both had their inside. You're like, you, she like mm-hmm. when she told him, you need to start working nights. And he was like, you need to chill out. Yeah. Before I, you, know, you need to stop like, watching everyone. Ha- you know what I'm saying? Like, that would be cool. They have more dialogue between them. Like, get the movies. Like, actually make a movie like where it's just like they're playing mental chess. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is that, you know, that's just me. That, that I don't know. You know. That would be definitely fun to see a almost a blue collar version. Of that whole thing. Hopefully, I know that this is going to be an action thriller. This next, uh, the Harley Quinn film coming out, and it's going to be a good one. Yes, oh, it yes. looks like pure fun. I do hope we see some of the Poison Ivy Harley yes, Quinn. Yes, Poison Ivy. Uh, it's a whole thing in the in the the streams. Okay, both of you. This is homework for you guys. You're going to love this. Go look at just look at all of the promotional pieces out on Twitter for the Harley Quinn series on DC. You're going to love it because she straight up breaks up with uh, the Joker, goes straight over to Harley Quinn's house, and Harley Quinn is just like, "Love, come on!" Like she's like sitting there with coffee and just like, "You gotta work this out." Like, let's figure out a crew and something. And it's just like they're just together the whole time and just working it out, and it's <laughs> really great. good. It's like it's a comedy and it's hilarious. It y'all would love it. Yes. Yay! Hmm. That has been all of my notes. I believe it is. We've gone a bit long. We've gone a bit long, but also we started a little bit late. Or at least the real show started a bit late. Uh, when the party showed up. This has been Cruising the Planet with your host, Ethan. Joined today by... Cole. Parker. And for the first time... Brian. We hope to see all of you, uh, hopefully not in the same circumstance next week, at 
uh, same time, same bad time, same bad hour. You guys have a wonderful evening. I hope that everyone is able to go out, uh, f- have some enjoyable things on the weekend, and uh, we will see you guys 